Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. I want to. I would like to share with the Chevra story. Little story time. I'm excited. The Chevra Yo-Yo's back. Avi and David are back. The Chevra's back. Yair's home. Let me share with you a story that I found particularly meaning, meaningful. I should say. There's a zoo. There's a zoo. Listen to this, Maisa Benyamin. There's a zoo that's barely surviving. There are not so many Kalishes out there like the zoo. And they're not exactly drawing a tremendous gate. You know, a couple of Cholomites, they get some Chesedim, but by and large, the zoo is not so populated. And comes this zoo, the monkey dies. I don't want to bring bad news, but the monkey dies in the zoo. And the zoo, the zoo owner can't afford to buy a new monkey. My son, Yisrael Meir, loves animals. He told me about a certain type of monkey. It could be it was that. Something nosed monkey. I forgot what it's called. He likes a certain monkey. And this expensive monkey dies. And the zoo owner can't afford a new one. It's very expensive. So he pays one of his workers in the zoo to dress up as a monkey. He hires the guy. He puts a costume. And now, at least the few people who come, there's a guy acting like a monkey. And this guy's dressed like a monkey, and people come and they admire. He jumps around, he eats his bananas, gishmak, he grabs people's purses, whatever monkeys do, he's gishmak, he does it all. Comes a little while later, and somehow there's a mistake at the zoo, and he ends up, the lion ends up with this, the monkey. Now, a normal monkey could, like, fly up into the tree, is very fast, has some aids against the lion. This guy is Nebuch's a human being. He starts shrying to the zookeeper, get me out of here, my life's at risk. And the lion's coming closer and closer, and he's shrying, get me out of here, get me out of here, you're endangering my life. Finally, the lion is right next to the monkey. And the lion whispers to the monkey, be quiet, you know. You're going to blow both our covers. Stop screaming. But I love the story to me is so profound. Is such a profound story. It's my life. Welcome, Chasen Yitzhi Weiss. I didn't see you. Welcome, Tremendous, tremendous. The story, the story is so profound. Is such a profound story. I can't get over it. And I, I'll t- just, it's so profound because it's my life and your life. Because, because of our insecurities to impress the next guy, we all try to play the monkey. We try to play the monkey. To, we try to be cool when the cool guy's also dressed up. He's also under a cast of all the lions. When we try to like appease the lion and be cool for the lion and all the things we try to do for the next guy, he's also in a cast. He whispers, I'm <laughs> you think like you're trying to, for the chevre, you're trying to be stark. You're trying to be stark for him. He's also a human being. He also, he's you also. He's also, he's also under his mask and his costume. It's two humans. They're two fellow humans. And all too often we think we're the only ones under the monkey costume, but the lion is real. The lion is you also. He's also under his costume. And the lesson, the lesson of that story of be you, of be you, of be true to yourself, accept yourself, 
I can't think of a bigger of a bigger avoid in our life than to accept ourselves. Rav Tzadok Hakayin brings all, they all bring such a thing. He says as a din emun and Hashem and emun and self. He's not joking. He's not being cute. There's a word of emun and self to believe in oneself, to hold of oneself. This sense, this sense of avodas Hashem that we always somehow fall up short, that we're not good enough. Is, and by the way, that motive works for people. I know people that have accomplished things in their life because they always feel inferior. They've finished many mesechtas, and they have much accomplishment because of their feelings of inferiority. So it works for them. It's like a working system. Now their, li- their wives' lives are Gehenim. Their kids' life are Gehenim, and their life is Gehenim. And I don't think that's Avaidus Hashem. So I admit that it works. If your goal is, but it gets the guy accomplished, been such a garnish. So it gets him to a minion or two, or ten, or a thousand. Gets him on very good streaks. He's Dach a garnish. So he has to do something about being a garnish. It might even work, but we're not trying to coax out. We're trying to be who we are. We're not, co- we're not coaxing out of a bad person something. We're trying to be true to the mitzayos that we're a raging fire, that we're, that we're, not, that we're chashiv, that a human being, that a human being has an eshama tahira. We're trying to, we start every day, the neshama you gave me is pure as one of the first things we say. It's not with feelings of, 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 of these difficult feelings of, of, of inferiority, of not good enough. I, I, I told the Hebrew before Pesach, Rosh Yeshiva like, got upset at me. Like, he, he felt frustrated. A guy would leave his Yeshiva feeling like garbage, and he has no right, he comes to you and feels good. It's like a chutzpah. It was like a, it's like literally if we had a bodybuilding campaign, you're giving a guy steroids, you're a cheater. We work our kishkas and maybe we look like this. And you have guys there that look like azah. They look like body, like wow, the, the chiseled. I, I've learned a lot about buffing season. And what's that season? Bulking season. I'm very into bulking season. I got into that. <laughs> This Shabbos in my house was all about, we were, Ben Wolf, we decided, it was bulking season for Ben. That's what we decided in my house. But uh, Lemaise, Lemaise was like we were cheating here. It's like we're cheating by, by us. Like if you don't come, you're the chabam. If you don't go to, and he comes there, it's not fair. Like what right does he have to feel good? He's not coming, you're making a backwards world. Except as a sheker to the thing. There's a sheker to the thing that Hashem made something. There's arrogance and lies both mixed into one to such a belief. Hashem made a fire. Hashem, didn't, Hashem made a fire. And the essence of steiging, I don't, it's not, it's not, it's a mistake that I'm good because I'm daven. I daven because I'm good. It's not I'm good if I learn. I learn because I'm good. I'm drawn. Our neshamas are drawn to Torah. Our neshamas have, have a netiyah to Torah and to Ruchnius. Do we have to get in touch? But of course. Do we have to discover? But of course. I think earlier, the Musser was much harsher because they knew they were souls. And they craved learning and they knew it. They knew that's what they were. 
The Teretz says they were talking to their Yetzirah. Today we forgot So when we give the Musr, we're talking to a guy who has no Nitiya towards. Then we tell this empty tin can, well, if you daven, you'll be okay. No? Now he davens. I'm, I'm, I'm a little better at this tin can. But you're not a tin can. You're not a tin can. Not the gof, not the nesham, is, is, is kaidish kadashim. Zetzelem aleikim. Zetzelem aleikim, the holy body with the holy soul, with the, the entirety of a human being. Is, 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 you're an existence, that you're, you're a bria of Hashem. Yeshayach to Hashem, that somebody said in Avis, you're a bria of Hashem. Yeshayach to Hashem. So I love that story of the, of the dre- guy dressed up as a monkey and the guy dressed up as a lion. Don't be afraid to be you. Accept you. You're a, you're a fire when you accept you. You're a fire when you profoundly accept you. With our, with our, with our challenges, we're challenged. We're holy souls with missions. Challenges, reword as missions. Yes, I promise. I have a mission. You have a mission. He has a mission. A mission by its nature means that there's, there's a Kiddush Shemayim and a Kvayt Shemayim we can overcome to accomplish. But accept yourself. You're a fire when you accept yourself. And when a person's insecure and, and doesn't accept self, there's tremendous, tremendous sakana lies in insecurity. Tremendous chesreinus and ruchni has come from insecurity. So could it cause blot to be learned? Yes. Could it cause davenings to be had? Yes. But it's damaging for a person, tremendously damaging. Insecurities are damaging. It's first of all a sheker because we're in the shama. We're, we're precious, not a truth. So that's one shucks. Like it would be productive to have a sheker, but it's still a sheker, you know. If you lie to a guy, you could tell your kids, by the way, that if they don't learn, they're going to turn into a horse when they're 14. They might believe you, and it has production. When they're seven, you tell your seven-year-olds, at 14, if you don't learn, you'll be a horse. I promise you'll have accomplishments. Some kids will learn because they're scared to turn into a horse at 14. But I, I don't, the goal is not a pu'ula. The goal is a plemius. The goal, and that you, you get panemius from Emes. I have somebody, somebody, somebody asked Rabbi Yamin Finkel a certain question. They asked him a certain question in Chinuch. And he said, Mekanish Bayan of Sheker. You can't build on a lie. Mekanish Bayan of Sheker. You don't build on lies. So it might be effective, but it's a lie. And mechanish bayin of sheker. When you build on a lie, your building will topple. It will topple. You'll have some success. I admit, you could build a huge building. You know they have these buildings they build, and then they get toppled over, and they sue the company. They stand for like thirty years, and then people die. The guy long gone who built the building it stood for thirty years, but the guy is a murderer, and the building topples. So I admit, I know people who finished a lot of Torah. But they built on sheker, they built on lies, on inadequacies, on a person being bad, and that guilt produced something. But it's a sheker, a mechanish buying of sheker, you don't build on lies. Will your building stand for 30, 40 years? When it tumbles, a lot of people will die in the tumble. You have to build a building that could stand, that's true. And the truth of the mensch is the goodness of a person. So then you're dangerous, Kalish. You tell people that good, it's not going to motivate. Motivate. If I know I'm good, I'm drawn. I'm drawn. Kim is not cute. Ani Kim David Amelech is us. 
Reb Nachman taught that the way to learn Tillim is you're reading about yourself. David HaMelech is Levavai Levava Am. He's talking on behalf of Klal Yisrael. Do you realize we sing? We're not joking. You said, Ani, don't say it if you don't believe it. Don't sing it next time. As for me, I like closeness to Hashem. I want it. Now it's true. We struggle. How do I get it? How do I feel it? How do I experience it? It's a struggle. It's what I want. I have a chukka for that. I have a chukka for that. Now it's true. A lot of things crushed and a lot of things forced. So then people could give up on something. That is true. I know many people who shut down. They shut down all emotions. That's of course that happens. When people aren't attached to their emotions, aren't recognizing what they're, they shut it all down. But if we would examine tif tif in a mensch, is ani kervis taiv. We crave kervis Hashem. That's true in us. That's a truth in us. Nafshi, we, we say you did nefesh. My nefesh is sick. I'm chaylas ava. I crave. I'm ill for your love of Hashem. That's not. We're not lying. We're not that type of people that lie. And we say it and sing it and mean it. When we say, when we say, I crave Shabbos Kodesh. We are not liars. It's the claim of our people. Ka Hashem. I crave. Kisufin is a desire. I crave the delight of Shabbos. The first step of a relationship is to get in touch with that craving. That's the first step of a relationship, is to be in touch with that. It says you can marry a lady in three ways. Kesev, Shtar, and Bia. Three ways. Three ways you makadish a lady. So if you're a shallow person, Okay, cute. Three is, learn how to learn Tyre, my friends. Learn real. Study Tyre. I want to learn Tyre with you, David. Till now, you studied like a kid. I want you to learn like an adult, David. You can marry a lady three ways. Kesed, Shtar, and Bia. You can hand the lady money. Shtar is a document. Bia is intimacy. It's like three interesting. God like picked out of a hat. You think that's how a God meant? God was just like funny. He could have said like flip a coin and you're married. He could have said, you know, bite an apple. God said, give money, kesef, shtar, write a document, be intimacy. Three funny ways. By the way, it gets weirder, because that's midaraiz. But the Gemara says, don't do beer. Rav, the Gemara said, we're manged, amanda makadish, we give malchus. Don't be makadish, bebeer. That's weird. God said, you can. The Rabbanan said, don't. And the Gemara says that kesef and shtar is for the purpose of beer. What's happening? Says the Baal Shem HaKadosh, what's going on? Kesef is every relationship. Kesef, what does the word Kesef mean? We say in Yedid Nefesh, Nechsaif Nechsafti. Kisufin means cravings. It's the word Kesef means, to crave. Money is your, your bestowing, your giving. It's what you want and what you crave. The start of every marriage is strong feelings, passion. Kesef. The money that is Mekadosh or a flow. And that's Kisufin. That's the start of a relationship is Kesef. Said the Baal Shem, it's not just three random ways. Every marriage and relationship needs these three aspects. Kesef is Kisufin, is the want, the love for something. Shtar, why do you write a document? Is when you don't feel it. You committed. 
says in the, you pull out the document. A document is meant, the Gemara and Gittin brings the Pasuk in Yermia, Laman Yamdu Yamim Rabim. A document's meant for the long haul. Because you're not always going to feel it, so you say, buddy, you sold it to me. Buddy, you committed. That's a shtar is. Shtar is in marriage, there's the Kisufin, the Kesev. Then there's also shtar, you marry a lady. And it's true, each one can cause Kedushin. But says the Baal Shem, the reason they all can cause Kedushin is because they all exist in the world of Kedushin. Even if you're not Mikadish B'Kesef, there's Kesef in the relationship. Even if you're not Mikadish B'Shtar, there's Shtar. So you could do it to create the relationship because they exist in the relationship. Kesef is the desire. Shtar is the commitment. Shtar is the commitment you're in. Even when you don't feel it, this is what I said I'm going to do. That's what Shtar is, is the commitment. You, you said you're going to do you never need help from Goyim, but the Goyim like study, and we have it in our, the Baal Shem said it way before the Goyim. They had these two professors studied marriage. They studied like thousands of marriages, the ones that work, and people live, they do acts together of, of closeness, even when they feel nothing. They still eat out once a week, and they feel, some people say, it's not real, I don't want to do it, because that's not what I'm feeling. They only have kesef in their marriage. Shtar in the marriages, you eat out once a week. You eat out together, you go on trips, intimacy, all different things that exist because we're committed to each other. So we do acts of love even though we don't feel it. That's shtar, commitment. You said, you promised. Shtar. Shtar is you pull out the document. That's what a shtar is for. You said, and every marriage needs kesef and shtar. When there's kesef and shtar, you have the deepest dream of marriage is intimacy, is beer. Intimacy is you live with the Kesson and Shtar. It comes out. All the closeness is lived in a very deep and profound way. If you know about the Sviras, there is Chesed, Gvur, and Tferes. Chesed is the kindness, is Kesev. It's Avram Avinu. Gvura's commitment is Yitzchak. Is you live by it, you promised. <coughs> and Yaakov Avinu is Tiferes. Tiferes is the chesed brought out in a natural, comfortable, profound way. You actualize the chesed. The kisufim, the excitement you had for her, plus the commitment, then all of a sudden you live together as one, and all it comes out, the chesed, in much deeper and more profound ways. That's called Tiferes. And that's, that's what a person needs. But the step one is chesed. The step one is to discover in our relationship to Hashem that we're into it. We don't have to like force it and pretend. God built us very well. We have a soul that craves it. We don't have to uncover, we don't have to get it. You see any guy struggling, you don't, oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. This one is not, he craves Ruchnius. He craves it more than you can dream and imagine. He's craving, that's our belief. He craves. Abba Sashem and Yerushalayim exist in us. They exist. When I was a youngster, I went to Gedolim. I didn't understand Lishma. How are you ever getting to Lishma? You're a youngster, like going to be Lishma. Lishem Shemayim. Are you kidding me? I can't even understand what Lishma is, let alone to ever think I'm going to get there. So I went to different Gedolim asking, what does Lishma mean? Explain to me how I'm not going to do it for me. I'm going to do it altruistically, baloney. I don't know one thing in my life that has to do with Lishmat. 
Then I met, I, free, I didn't know I was young. I didn't know we had a soul. I found out we have an neshama. You don't got to, you, you got to knock off nonsense. You know what's in us? Lishma. The neshama craves Hashem. Lishma is what you are. You don't have to discover, how am I going to ever get to Lishma? It's how am I going to knock off the nonsense so I'll be Lishma. Lishma is you. Nice to meet you, Lishma. I'm also Lishma. It means your soul, that's all it wants. The soul, you don't need to like entice your soul to do what's right. That's all it's interested is in God. That's all it's interested in. That's why it feels so good to do what's right. Because the soul's like, ah, ah, thank you. I was, I was hoping this would happen. You don't, it says, how do you get to Lishma? It's how do you get rid of other things that allow for Lishma? Lishma means that you're in touch. That, oh, ah, you're, you're in sync. Even when we do, when it says, I want to tell you the right shot, the right shot, the true shot. I think that's absurd. I want to learn Gemara with Maish Glazer. The Gemara says, and people learn it wrong, David. It says, A person should do because you come to Lishma. Now, most people translate, do it, and eventually you'll be Lishma. I don't think that's true, it's a lie. If you do something, you'll come to Lishma. <laughs> people will, will do things their whole lives. What is Chazal don't lie, they speak the truth. And even the words are weird, by the way. Should say asa shaloi lishma seifa you'll be lishma. Doesn't say that. It says mitayich shaloi lishma balishma. Mitayich shaloi lishma means mitayich means within. Within the shaloi lishma you'll uncover the lishma. The lishma is there. If the lishma wasn't there, you won't come to lishma. The answer is when a guy does. He said he just did it because I did it because he has a soul. Now he had other parts. He needed entice. If I want to learn, I like learning, but I get distracted a lot. So I give bribes to myself and I say, Dan, if you learn, then you'll go buy yourself a nice thing and you buy, my, buy myself something. I promise you, I don't do it for the nice thing I buy myself. I do it because I want to learn. But I have distractions. So deeper than the shaloi lishma is you come, you uncover the lishma. Mitaych, inside. Mitaych means from within. Deeper than you don't have to like find if it was like if you do enough shalai lishma enough years eventually you do it lishma. Why would that be? The answer is you have lishma. Mitaych deeper than shalai lishma. When you get with inside shalai lishma, there's lishma. When you look at a guy who does good, he's just doing it because because he likes people looking at him. There's a part of him that struggles to pray and he loves that he looks so from. It's excellent. He enjoys that. And deeper yet, there's a world of lishma, a world that craves to do this. So good, he had to get rid of some chitzainius for shaloi lishma. But mitayr shaloi lishma, he'll come deeper yet, deeper, further inside is ba lishma. You come to that place of lishma, you tap in, you know, I like doing this. Hey, this feels right. What happens, if youngsters in yeshivas, they learn Torah. The guy's in ninth grade. What's the story? The ninth grader, and he learns for one reason because his rebbe says he's the star. He's azat sadik. He's the masmer yeshiva. Fast forward years later, the guy's like an adam gadol. What happened? Why did he come to Lishma? He got so much covered along the way. Where does it change? Why does it change? It changes because that's what he's born to do. It changes because it was in him in ninth grade when he learned. To, you say he only did it because. 
He has a soul in ninth grade too. He wasn't tapped into his soul. But as he does it, it like feels right. Then the reason he got deeper, the Metayr Shaloy Lishma Balishma is because you had the Lishma in ninth grade. It was there already. You don't acquire it. There'd be no system that if you did enough time Shaloy Lishma, you'll once get Lishma. Why would that be? You're getting paid, you're getting paid. Why would you do it for free? If you do something enough, if you pay him, he'll eventually do it for free. Try that with your mechanic. I ask you. Say you've done it long enough that you've served me for money. I learned in Chazal that I think you should do it for free now. He'll clock you over the head with one of his tools. It won't be pretty. He won't do it for free. He won't. What do you mean? Eventually, you know, you do something for other motives. You stay doing it for other motives. All of a sudden, in Tyra and Mitzvahs, this trick works. It works because you had Lishma before because you were designed to do it. So the guy doesn't need, the guy who's saying, well, if I learn, I'm a good boy. If I'm bad, I'm a bad boy. Liar. You're good because God made you in the Shammah. You're on fire. You're a fire. That's what you are. And the more in touch. Now, you could say, I'm not always in touch with that. That's a truth. That's a truth. And there's avayd and there's discipline. Of course, there's, there's shtar. There's kesev and shtar, and there needs to be shtar. And shtar is when we lock in. Is Yitzchak, is gvura. Shtar is when we lock in, we won't always feel it. And in every marriage, there's the kisufim, there's the kesev, and the shtar, the commitment, the obligation. I committed, I'm in, I'm in. There's the tzura that you always keep up, you won't always feel it. But you'll behave, you'll have a shtar, you'll have the commitments that you sign towards. And you'll keep that surah of marriage. And then you'll have, you'll have the ultimate intimacy, the ultimate closeness of a relationship. Two people that are close and it's shining through their, their kirva in very deep and profound ways, much more than the original kisufim. I can't, we're getting late in the year and I feel a, a sense of urgency. It's late in the year, there's, there's, four, there's a month left to this man. The guy's going to walk out the door. I need guys desperate. I don't know what to do. I'll stand in my head. I want guys to be secure, Avdei Hashem. Believe in yourself. It's not cute stuff. I, I promise you. It's not cute. You won't accomplish if you're insecure. It's limited. It's limited. You'll finish Mesechtas if you're insecure. You'll dive in nicely, but you won't be a fire and you'll damage your wife and children and the people around you if you're insecure. The fire is when you know you're a gota. That's the, you're at your strongest and best when a person's aware of their own inner goodness. person's at their most powerful. They're a secure person. They don't feel the need to prove to other people. They function their best. How much damage is done by an insecure parent? Kid is struggling and the parent, oh, the neighbors, this looks bad. That's not chenuch, that's insecurity, that's dangerous. And that all came by a person. His kid's struggling, he's struggling. That's the, that's the wonder of life. Your dream is your kid works and grows and processes. When I see guys in yeshiva succeeding, we're seeing guys steiging like all over the place. They came, they're very, Reb Esther's a tzaddik, honest person, Reb Knopfler, beautiful yidden. They came, they will lose. I promise you in the office, Reb, Reb Esther, Reb Knopfler, he doesn't exaggerate. Reb Esther says things, the guys are different guys. We met them. This third meeting with some guys. He went name after name. Different guy, different guy, different guy. Promised by Richos. Things they saw. I could say the names. They were like, what's going on here? 
I want a guy to know, it's not like, oh, we're so proud, now you're one of the good boys. Let's all, ah, okay, Our, there's no manipulations here. We didn't like manipulate you for good. I pr- we were proud of you before. We saw how beautiful you were. There's not a manipulation, but an honest process of growth, of finding, of discovering, a continuous process. It's not like, take a bow. He's a bent tight. We loved you before. You were wonderful, and you are wonderful. And your journey's wonderful. The goal is not like, now, oh, he's such a... The goal is to be true to ourselves. And that journey towards that, that's a process to find, to discover. That journey towards that, I, I'm speaking tonight, I'm meeting with a whole bunch of principals. Schools are wonderful, beautiful places. I want to speak about behavior is good, but process, sincerity, authenticity, people letting them, letting people on a journey of self-discovery for us all, for us all, an honest journey of self-discovery, of discovering ourselves, being true, and a continuous journey. It's not like, oh, now if the person's a fool, I've, I've discovered, you think you uncovered every part, it's continuous. You can t- get more subtle and detailed and specific. Continuous process, new madrigus, new levels of Torah, new levels of Abayidus Hashem, new level of Kirvish I feel like this area that guys should be secure with this, the security with self allows for so much success in your Abayidus Hashem. It allows you to be mechanichim of your own children one day. It allows you to be mechanichim of Talmidim one day. It allows so much success where you're not walking around like feeling you have to prove things that you don't have to prove to others. That are not just you're not aware of, of, your, of your goodness and greatness and a sense of the specialness. So then we're out to prove silly things that's, that that becomes something other than avodas Hashem. Then you're proving something. You're showing something. You're, you're trying to show. Then you're the monkey trying to, to trying to prove to the tiger. The monkey's nishkin monkey. The tiger's not a tiger, and the lion's not a lion. And you, you have a, you taka have a zoo. But let's 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 have b'nei adam, human beings that are that there's a mensch, there's a gewaldige mensch. I want, when you meet each other in many years, I want you to talk, I want you to hear this. I want you to talk the very Torah. You don't see each other, you're sitting at a chas, and I want you to talk, but I don't want you to say a Dvar Torah because you have to prove to the next guy that you're good. You say a Dvar Torah because that's what's on your mind. I want it to be not an insecurity. I don't want your Torah to be from that place. Now, if it's from insecurity, don't feel bad. You do love Torah, but I want you to know about the Lishma I want one day, Avi, you're sitting around the Chevre, the Dvar Torah is not to prove to him. I'm tired, Dick, I'm telling you, I have good vartim. Say a good word, don't say a good word. Be you, be you, be a fire. Avada, we dive in that, the fire, and I, I want you to discover. And the guy who does it insecurely, deep, deeper than the insecurity, he likes Torah, I just want him to discover that. I want him to live that. The place of that, 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 that you're connected to something, it's in you. There's lishma in us. There's lishma in us. The more we can accept self, the more we can see the beauty of self, allows us in our avodas Hashem. There's a purity, a sincerity that allows us. That's where we're striving to get. Even in our shaloi lishma, discover the lishma that's in you. Hey, I like this. I really do. <laughs> yep.
That's good to discover that you have an etiyah, that it's in us. I wanted, that was, the, that was a rant. I needed to get that off my chest. I did it. Now I want to ask you a question. The hour is getting late. We do have to have second Seder and Mincha. I want to ask the Chevra Kash. I'm, I used to say it as a word. I retract from the word. I'm asking it as a Kasha. I'm crazy curious. About, I'm curious about something. I want to know what you think. I don't have a Pshat. I've thought about it. I used to say it as a Pshat. I retract on the Pshat and I'm trying to figure it out. There's a Parsha in Bahar that has me intrigued. I want to share with you. We learned together a ktsais. It could be I should say over the ktsais quickly. Should I say it over quickly, Revezi, just to set up the sugya? I'll tell you the ktsais. The guys have the head for a ktsais now? Yes. You'll need your thinking caps on. Moshe, you have your head on? I'm going to share a ktsais. This won't be easy. Let me give you the ktsais, but my point is, my point is to share, is to ask a question. So put on your thinking caps. Should we say the ktsais quickly, Naftali? My point is not really the ksais. Why say the ksais? It's geschmack. Let's learn a little tired. I'm going to say it fast, Momo. I learned it with a chevra a little bit. I'll be myself a success. Ain't be smash bully chedish. You know, it's, it, it's funny. Ain't be smash bully chedish. The Gemara says, it's a Gemara Chagiga Daf Gimel, that you're not a base medrash if there's no chedish. Really? If you just say stale things, it's not called the base medrash. Tyra was not learned. That amazing? It's not saying that, I don't think it just means that it will always naturally happen. I think that's what makes a base medish. There's a chiddush. So maybe we'll come up with a chiddush. Let's learn this ksais fast. Maybe that was the chiddush of today. But let's learn this ksais fast. David, the ksais says like this. This is the Indian. Yisrael, if you sell a house in Eretz Yisrael, very sensitive topic. I'm a levy. I don't own real estate in Israel. Are you a Yisrael, Yisrael? Yisrael. I wanted to be cousins with you. Okay. Yisrael. For Mishpacha nonetheless. Yisrael. You're Yisrael. You can have real estate in Eretz Yisrael. If you go and sell your piece of real estate, everybody focus. You'll need to focus, Joshua. If you sell your piece of real estate in Eretz Yisrael, for two years you're not allowed to redeem it. The next 48 years, you could force the buyer to sell it back to you. Force him. He has absolutely no choice. If he doesn't, if, if, you, if you don't redeem it at Yovel, it goes back to you anyway. That's the halacha. In a non-walled city, you hear the halacha, Davido? You have, the first two years, you, you have to let the buyer have it. After two years, you could force him to sell it back any minute you want. How much money do you pay him to buy it back? You figure out he, whatever money he gave divided by 50. If they're 47 years left, 46, well, you, you do the math. Whatever he paid, you, he bought it for 50 years. La we view anybody buys a field during the, when Yoival's Nayeg as a rental. He doesn't own it because it goes back to Yisrael. It's a rental for 50 years. At any point, Yisrael can force him to give it back. That's the halacha. In a walled city, the halacha changes. Get this, Dinmaish. This is in Parshas Bahar, this past week's Parsha Davidal. In a walled city, when you, if, if Yisrael owns property in a walled city, Maymay, he has one year to redeem it. 
One year, this is the opposite. Not you wait two years. He has one year to redeem it. If you don't redeem it, you lose it forever. It doesn't go back to you at Yoifel. Walled city, you have one year to redeem it. If you don't redeem it, it goes, it, it, you lose it forever. Got the halacha? Comes the Gemara Gittin, the Yeshiva's Masechta. So we'll learn it. We learned it Friday. I'm going to do it a little better, more clear. Comes the Gemara Gittin, Ayindalad Amad Beis. And the Gemara in Gittin says as follows. What people used to do, Yisrael sells to David his field in a walled city. Now, clock starts ticking. Twelve months to redeem it. He doesn't redeem it, he loses it forever. Stays in David's family forever. Yisrael says goodbye to the family. This field, this house has been in the family for days. Comes the Gemara, get nine dollars on the and it says that David used the buyers the last day of the 12 months would hide. People are procrastinators. Yisrael would wait 12 months to get the money. He finally has the money, and then he's going to pay up to get his house back so he doesn't lose it forever. And Eureka, the buyer, is nowhere to be found. And the seller is freaking because his field's going to be, his house is going to be lost forever. He's looking, did anybody see David? And David is hiding really well. You're not, trust me, you're not finding him. You're searching every nook and cranny of the Holy Land. But trust me, you're not finding him. He, the amount he has to gain, he's keeping this house forever. You find him, you force him to sell it back. You don't find him, it's his forever. The Gemara says they used to do that. That's what they did. I don't say it's nice, but that's what they did. Came Hillel, and Hillel busted the chill. Hillel said, Hillel, Hillel Azakin made a takana yitz, and he said that the, the, the seller could put the money in a chamber against the will of the buyer and tough luck on the buyer. He could put the money somewhere, even though the buyer didn't accept it, it's not there, he could put it in a chamber and pay against the will of the buyer. That's the Gemara says, Avi. You got the Gemara? Avi Clark, in a walled city, you sell a house, you have how long to redeem it? One year. You don't redeem it after the year, gone forever. What did the buyers do? What they used to do? They would hide the last day. Frekta Guda, who's a Rishon, the Ktsais brings us in Simon Nunhei. Frekta Guda, that what does it help the buyer to hide the sellers in Inus? He's an Inus! Yisrael's running around the last day trying to redeem it. He's an Inus! He's an Inus! The reason they didn't redeem it was against it was it was out of his control. He's an Inus. So why did Hill left to make any takana? Yisrael's an Inus. Who just said what? <laughs> Three people. David Ezi, Reb Ezi Shlita, and and Hassan all said what? David, what bothered you? Whoa, you mechaven to that good. Very good. We'll get to that in a minute. The good ass, very good, David. The good ass, he's an Inus. Why did he have to make any takani? He throws an Inus. Now the Ktsais ass on, you hear the Kasha, David? The Ktsais ass on the good. To learn a Ktsais is like worth it to be born. I like Ktsais a lot. The Ktsais ass in Simon and Hey, I don't know what that good is talking about, Israel. What's he saying? You're an Inus. So you're an Inus. What does Inus do in the Torah? It patters you. Inus patters. 
Lenar, the place of Aynas is if a lady is Mizana and she was forced, so Lenara Leisasadavar, she's an Aynas. It patters her. He says, but your Aynas doesn't make somebody else Chayiv. David bought the house after a year, it's his. Yisrael says, I was an Aynas. Yisrael says, I feel, um, David, I feel so bad with you. What does that have to do? Your Aynas can't cause somebody else. In Aynas Patras, you Aynas Lechiyuve Maishlolay Aminan. Aynas is not Mechayiv somebody else. So what's the Agudas Kasha? The Agudas Yisrael's in Aynas. Aynas doesn't make somebody else have to do something. The other guy didn't get his money. You're in Aynas. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry to hear Yisrael. <laughs> you're Potter if you're in Aynas. You can't make somebody pay. It's his house. Could it be for the year you still have some sort of. Oh. Bless your soul. Says the Achreinim, what's the Machleikis, the Ktsais and the Aguda? What's happening? The Aguda asked Aynas, and the Ktsais says, Aynas, the Ktsais rolled his eyes at the Aguda and said, what are you talking about? Explains the Achreinim, if you look carefully in the Ktsais, the Ktsais almost speaks this, basically speaks it out. The Machleikis, the Ktsais and the Aguda has had a look at the sale. It's, it's had to read a Pasuk in Parshish Bahar. Listen to this. In Bahar it says... If you sell a city in a, in a walled city, it says it says you have one year to redeem it. If you don't redeem it, the house goes forever to the buyer. The Ktsais and the Aguda are arguing as follows. How do you view that year, Benny? Picture Yisrael sells the house in a walled city. Do you say it's a sale and it belongs to David right away? Stavids, he bought it, it's his forever. Narvas the Tyra has a tnai, this weird halacha, that Yisrael can buy it back for a year. It's very weird. If it's yours, why is he allowed to buy it back? But that's a din of the Tyra. So it's David's forever, with the funny halacha that Yisrael could buy it back. If you don't buy it back, so then it was David's already. It happens to be, there's a din, you have a year. So is your din that you have a year to buy it back? It's his forever with a din you could buy it back. The Ksai speaks this out. That Avad, that's David's, because he owns it forever. It happens to be Yisrael could buy it back. That's the Ksai Sashita. The Aguda holds that it belongs to Yisrael. If God said Yisrael could buy it back, that it belongs to Yisrael. Wow. Narvas, after a year, if you don't buy it back, it's a, it's a rent. When, he, when you buy a house in a world city, since God said Yisrael could buy it back, thus hey, it must be it belongs to Yisrael. How can I force you to sell it back if it's yours? It means it's not yours. So the din is, but if Yisrael doesn't redeem it for a year, so because you don't redeem it, through not redeeming for a year, it then goes to David. What transfers it to David is the fact that Yisrael didn't redeem it for a year, it now goes to David. That's how the Aguda viewed it. The Ksais viewed it that it was a sale for David and David owns it. There's a side, Allah Yisrael can redeem it. The, the Aguda views it that if you could redeem it, meant it's Yisrael's. If you don't redeem for a year, it goes to David. So that's the Aguda asked Aynas. The Aguda asked that Yisrael's an Aynas. What are you saying? If you don't redeem it for a year, it goes over. It was mine, it was Yisrael's. When there's a when there's when a year of not redeem, I don't have a year of not redeeming. I was an Inus. 
I'm not being mechayiv David. I'm, I'm saying that which is mine shouldn't leave my rishos. It took a year of not redeeming makes it kori David. I didn't. I was an Inus. According to the Ksais, though, was his the whole time. You happen to have halacha. You're an Inus. So what? Now your now your years up. Your Inus can't cost him, and it was his the whole time. There was grad halacha. You have a year. You're an Inus. I'm so sorry to hear. There's nothing to do with David. The field belongs to him. But if what makes it his is a year of not redeeming, you don't have a year of not redeeming since you're an Inus, so it never becomes his. That's the Machloik Estaguda and the Ksais. Fascinating. Had a view within an entire, very, very interesting. Now, what, this is, that, that's, that's Geshmak, that's Ksais, Simenun, hey, wonderful. But I want to ask the Chavra, everybody rejoin me. If that caused you to space out, rejoin me. What I want to ask you, and I don't know the answer, I'm curious. All of us believe in Ashkachas Hashem. God runs the world. And things happen to us for reasons. Hashkacha, Hashkacha. Hashem's working with us. Hashem's working with us. Things happen for reasons. We read that Pasuk, Hashem Amalek, Hashem Amalek, Kilo Something happens, it was, it was supposed to be. Amuna, we all have faith. Somebody does something to us, we have faith. It's difficult. It's difficult. It's very difficult to attribute it to Hashem because it makes us angry at God. Very difficult. Very difficult. Hashem, why do you want that? It's very difficult. But doesn't Amunah, Hashem runs the world, he had a cheshben, but Hashem wanted Amunah, we all have Amunah. I am the Shtaymim, who is the guy who lives in a walled city? Now you could tell me I'm thinking wrong, when I learned this parsha and this I stick to my guns, who is a walled city fella? I, want, I can go around the room and pick out the walled city guys. You know a guy who's like crazy cautious? I have like a speech that I'm, that's like soon. I still have to go to Waterbury, take care of some errands. I'm not such a walled city kind of guy. A walled city kind of guy is every precaution to be safe. He lives in a walled city. He's not a safe man. Things are set up like neatly and evenly. It's a very, a walled city guy. I don't know, is there anybody who wears like a belt and suspenders? That's a walled city guy. He's like really careful with stuff, you know. <laughs> no, no, he's a walled city. There, there are types like this. I don't want to say zero Muna. There's no isser to be very careful. People feel very safe and protected and do all their ishtadlis. A walled city kind of fellow. It's, I love this. This I'm not. There are guys in yeshiva who like go some. I'll get a ride. I ask like, how are you getting back from Baltimore? I'm going, the guys who do this easily, I'm always like impressed. There's like the opposite of a walled city guy. Johnny, you know this guy, he goes and he calls, I'll get that, how you get? He's going to Spain, he'll find, he'll see, he'll, it's like very Hamish. I remember, I remember my friends and I, when we were youngsters, we made a trip. We had a Benazmanim and we had a whole trip planned. And we were like excited and one of the fathers is a classic walled city guy. And he wanted to cancel the whole trip. He asked his son, where's your itinerary? We said, what in the world's an itinerary? Where you sleep? Where we I don't know. We're going, we're coming. Where are you buying food? He like wanted to kill our whole trip. He was such a walled city guy. This man wanted to cancel the trip because we didn't have an itinerary. The whole trip was fun because we had no itinerary. Like, come. But he, yes, Momo. 
Yerushalayim at times is a world city. I'm talking about the guy who lives. Yerushalayim went through different kufas. There were times Yerushalayim was a world city. But a world city guy is a very cautious fellow. He does all the questions that the city should be safe. You know, there are armies, there are protections. But that, you can argue on me. I see a world city guy as a very safe guy. And what's striking to me, you could argue on me. You could say, Kalish, you're dreaming. I just, this is how I learned the Torah. I see you. I just met world city kind of guys. I met them. Now you could say you're seeing this wrong. Yair, something strikes me. Remember, if you sell a house anywhere in Eretz Yisrael, it's very safe. You sell your house. You, after two years, don't redeem it. Then you have 48 years to redeem it. You don't redeem it. It goes back. Things are safe. Our walled city guy is the most cautious guy in the world. He's the safest. He bought a house in a walled city. And he has the Allah of the most stress imaginable. Picture this guy. If you sell your house, you are desperate for cash. So Maish, here's a walled city fella. And he becomes desperate for cash. So he sells his house. It's the only reason you sell us. And tick, tock, tick. The second he sells it, the clock starts. 12 months to redeem it. You don't redeem it. It's lost forever. There's something ironic. I don't know Pshat. Why does Hashem do that? The world city guy is the guy I would give. Like, don't do this to him. Do, I would do this to the non-world city guy can handle this. The world city guy is the guy. Wouldn't do, I want to hear your terrorist stuff. I, it, and you could tell me, Kalish, you made this up. This is how you look at it. I'm just trying to learn Torah. I picture the Chavra that lives in Walled City. I know the guys. I know these type. I know the type who live in the Walled City. I know guys who don't live in Walled Cities. It's a type. Who does this bother you that the Walled City guy has such, such pressure on him? I think this halacha, God knows the best. This halacha for the walled city guy like, like, like shocks me. I would think this halacha is the non-walled city type of Messiah. The walled city guy is all the cautions in the world. And then what does Hashem do to him? If he's desperate, he's in dire straits. Like This is the guy who like, can't handle much stress. He sold his house. Things aren't good. Tick, tack. The non-walled city guy, he sells his house. It's not a bishmaka thing, but he has plenty of times on his side. 48 years to redeem it. No, the first two years he can. You don't redeem it, it'll come back to bishmak. The guy you can handle pressure, the non-walled city guy, has all the time in the world. The walled city guy sells his house. The clock starts. Pressure intense. He hears the clock ticking. He doesn't redeem 12 months. The guy's poor. That's why he sold it. The Allah of Geula, of redeeming your house, you could only redeem it with new money that you get. Because if you had the money, why'd you sell the house? The whole din kedei gulasa is new money, the Gemara says. So the guy sells his house, and now he's on the clock, and he has 12 months. If he doesn't come up with $400,000, real estate there, it's all expensive. Walled city real estate's even more expensive. He doesn't come up with a million dollars. He's the gated community type. And this guy, if he's desperate, it sells tick tock, tick tock. And if it strikes 12 months, lost forever. For the guy who can't handle these things, does that strike everybody here? It strikes me. I don't, what's going on here, Naftali? He's the guy with the whole plan, though. Get it back, also. <laughs>
Same guy. Baby, I'm not looking. Is that true? He says the walled city guy has a plan. Maybe, maybe. Vinny, I think it's, I would put this, I, I would like, God's always smarter. And you have to study what God's saying. I'm rather amazed that the non-walled city guy has all the chill situation. When he's desperate, he's okay. The walled city guy, you like, bought gated community, his mamish, cautious, cautious. He has aloches that are so pressurizing. Shalom, Shalom, and who else said that? Shalom and Elio, both Taina, that walled city guys are better equipped, like the figure out. But I think they know. They never even lost. They never even lost. You're not allowed. You're not allowed. You're not allowed. You're not allowed. <laughs> Yitzi, does this bother you? It bothers me a lot. It bothers me a lot. I wondered, as he said, this is what I used to say, I don't know. I wonder, of course. I, I wondered, I, I, yeah, yeah, does this bother you? I'm like, it's something. <laughs> now, guys, don't be, you don't have to greet Yitzi. You're not Meshubbat to Kalish's craziness. I see a walled city. You, you may say you don't understand the psychology of a walled city fellow. I'm open to interpretations. You don't have to trust me. I see a walled city guy as a certain guy. I wanted to say, Aaron, that to the guy who's overly protective, Hashem takes down his walls. It's Hashem working with him. He's a guy, and by force he learns Amona. The world trains you. Me and Hudi have this theory that the world works. And the world's teaching, this guy thinks you do cautions. And he's like, exact, he's the guy who needs this. That's what I used to say, but it's a little almost mean, you see. <laughs> I always say the world city guy needs this treatment. Like, he's cautious. This, with all his cautions, now he's desperate. You know what he learns? Hey. Not what the Navi means? Maybe, maybe, maybe. Maybe, 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 maybe. <laughs> Is that the shot here, Davy? There's something about this that's built. <laughs> what do you say, that poet? Intrigued? You're intrigued? Maybe, what do you say, now? A world city fellow. Avi, what do you say? Interesting, right? Maishalo. Let's hear Maishalo as a shot. Let's hear. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure I'm right. In a serious way, I wonder. 
low to be cautious. I'm wondering that Hashem brings out with all our precautions, He brings out and more than because uh, you do all the precautions, Hashem brings down the walls. This is such a careful guy, and then this I love it. Where Hashem's working with him to learn Emuna. That's what I wonder about. I don't know. I don't know. There's something fascinating. The walled city guy, Patezis. And again, you could say you're having the wrong shot of what a walled city is. I have a certain picture of a cautious guy who lives in a walled city. I picture the guy. You think the whole city's filled with that type of person? Typically, yeah. People live in it. What do you say? Yeah, yeah. What do you say, Ophir? Is Shlomo Guri here? I think it's crazy that you're allowed to listen to music and we don't have a little... Shlomo, do you have a guitar in the room? Very good. Avi said the same thing. Avi remember you used that word. Who said that? Avi said that. Very good. I remember it was like in the lunchroom. You said it last year. I like that. The shop might be true. By the way, the shop may be true. There are all times that a walled city guy is a much more organized guy. I hear what you say. Some guys like, oh, I can't, I can't, I have to go move. I can't. But that when I worry that he doesn't care. Right, you can't do it. The guy, the guy is gonna come and get his house back. That guy in the walled city guy can handle it. He has a whole plan. You sound like a walled city, like you have this. So. <laughs> Say that again. Unwalled city has the life, great life. Because if he sells it, he has 50 years to, he can't redeem the first two years. Then he has 48 years to get it back. If he doesn't get it back, goes back anyway. But that's like T.S. Why make it harder? He's the guy who can handle it less. It's definitely harder. But the guy is like, that guy can handle it. He's the most cautious. <laughs> That's how he lives like that. Huh? Different types of different types, not ripping the guy. I'm with Johnny on You know what this is? Get it. Are we find the guitar? Yeah, I do. It's sort of just kind of like the oral fixation. After a thing is trying to get it.
You have been listening to a shear from ShasIlluminated.org. For other shear on many topics, or to hear an Eon shear on any Dauphin Shas, including Myron McClaimus on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427 or email info at shasilluminated.org.